Blog Talk Radio. Welcome home, Natural Health Nation. Great to have you with us this Sunday evening. Seems like time is absolutely flying by. It didn't feel like that long ago that it was summer and we were talking about the swiftness of summer passing by. <laughs> the holiday season is now upon us. How would that happen? I can't figure that one out at all. Pretty crazy. We're here to talk with you tonight on the Natural Health Show about something that's disturbing. It's been disturbing to a number of people for quite some time. I entered a Facebook post this past week about a 24-year-old woman that I've been working with for two and a half years. And at the age of 14, she received the HPV vaccine, human papillomavirus vaccine. And she immediately suffered a toxic response. She suffered severe chronic pain. She couldn't walk. She couldn't talk. She couldn't write. She couldn't eat. She couldn't sleep. She was extremely affected from a toxic exposure perspective. 24-year-old drone. Again, this happened when she was age 14, so Her mother was, of course, just absolutely destroyed by this. She was so upset about her daughter. Who could blame her? I mean, this is just an incredible tragedy. When you hear the the program this evening, you're going to understand that a lot of people suffered from the HPV vaccine, and there's not a lot of talk about it. But again, this 14-year-old girl, when she was first vaccinated, with the human papillomavirus vaccine, had severe pain, severe pain. She was in tears 24-7. It became chronic as well as acute. She was, she's been in pain for 10 years, 10 years. And I'm talking about severe pain. She'd come in my office and she'd cry just from the pain. Nothing alleviated her pain. Nothing. They, they gave her different medications over the years. Nothing could alleviate, alleviate her pain. And initially, as I pointed out a moment ago, she couldn't walk, talk, write, eat, or sleep. She was utterly dis- toxic, toxically affected by this, just in the worst possible manner. The human papillomavirus vaccine is recommended for those ages 9 to 26. The HPV vaccine is a three-shot regimen designed to protect against genital warts and cervical cancer. The HPV vaccine is distributed 
quite extensively. 65 million doses have been distributed worldwide. 65 million doses. What is HPV? Human papillomavirus. It's a large contingency of 120 double-strand DNA viruses, primarily known for causing condyloma acuminagia, or genital warts. Genital warts or condyloma acuminagia is the most contagious of all sexually transmitted infections, both in the United States and worldwide. Its prevalence is between the ages of 15 and 46. The truth of the matter is, when you study the issue, most cases of condyloma acuminagia or genital warts clear up naturally within the first year on their own. They clear up. You know, most sicknesses are self-limiting conditions. That is indeed the case here. Genital warts are self-limiting in most cases. Within within the first year, they clear, they clear up. There are more than 20 types of human papillomavirus that can cause intraepithelial neoplasia. Intraepithelial neoplasia. Long story short is Cervical cancer. Cervical cancer is on the rise, which is one of the primary reasons why the vaccine has become so prevalent. Cervical cancer is the second most common form of cancer. It is the fifth leading cause of death for women. That's one of the reasons why Merck and GlaxoSmithKline have distributed the 65 million doses of the HPV vaccine worldwide. 65 million doses. And they're just getting started. So this is all about producing a response to the growing problem of cervical cancer and genital warts. Again, the fact that so many women are dying from cervical cancer, as we pointed out a few minutes ago, it's the second most common form of cancer, the fifth leading cause of death among women. This is why this vaccine is such an ongoing issue. That's why the topic is so profoundly I mean, the, the, the Facebook post that I submitted this past week created a firestorm. People need to have this discussion. We need to have a discussion beyond you just walk, walking into your doctor's office, those mothers of you out there who've gone to doctor's offices with your children. When they put the bite on you, it's pretty hard. 
and so many women, as you could actually see if you check out my Facebook post, are adamant about not allowing their children to be vaccinated with this particular vaccine. There's a lot of suspicion. There's not a lot of trust. There's not a lot of comfort. There's not a lot of confidence in this vaccine. And when you hear what we're going to talk about tonight, you're going to understand why. Those of you who are just operating out of parental instincts, perhaps you haven't even studied the issue. Perhaps you haven't even really looked at the CDC's reports, which we're going to talk about tonight. The CDC published a report. It was actually part of an accumulative observation between the years 2006 and 2013, where there were 25,176 adverse reactions posted. 25,176 adverse reactions. So those of you who are parents out there who just had an instinct, just don't feel comfortable, just don't trust it, you've got good instincts. You've got real good instincts. We're going to talk about the symptoms, the toxic side effects. We're going to talk about the numbers, the studies, the reports. And yes, there have even been deaths. Two young girls recently died from the exposure to the vaccine. And that's not unusual. So when we come back from these messages, we're going to talk to you about the vaccine that is referred to as the human papillomavirus vaccine, the HPV vaccine. My name is Mark Mincoli. You're listening to the Natural Health Show heard only on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choice. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It says to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out. Complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating. The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. 
Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. All right, welcome back. Great to have you with us. Hopefully things are going smoothly in your world. Hopefully everybody in your family and your circle of love is healthy and vibrant. Hopefully everybody's taking good care of themselves. And that's actually an interesting point here in this message we're going to share with you this evening. As a culture, we've gotten very accustomed to this concept of vaccines. I say concept because... Vaccines were not always present in the world. We, we live and we act as if they've just been around forever and always, and they haven't been. There's an alternative to vaccination, folks, in general, the concept of vaccination runs opposite to something called sickness hygienics. Sickness hygienics. There are seven different types of sickness hygienics. But the long and short of hygiene or hygienics is to maintain health and prevent disease naturally. I'm going to say that one more time. Sickness hygienics is all about maintaining health and preventing disease naturally, strengthening your immune system, eating clean, vibrant, healthy, organic, good quality food, taking the time to prepare your day of eating, sleeping, exercising, meditating, et cetera, et cetera, taking care of yourself. That's called sickness hygienics. That's what people used to do for centuries before they ran into Lily Pfizer and Merck. So we were talking to you tonight about a specific vaccination and whether it's safe or not, and, and, and we're going to try to cover some of the finer points. So we're talking about the human papillomavirus vaccine. HPV vaccine, which, as we said earlier, is recommended for those ages 9 to 26. used to be just recommended for young women, ages 9 to 26. Now it's recommended for young men as well. It's a three-shot regimen designed to protect against genital warts and more. As we said, there are 20 types of HPV virus, rather, that have been shown to cause intraepithelial neoplasia, which is cervical cancer. That's where that's where the, the power of this whole process attracts a lot of attention. So is it safe? A lot of mothers out there frequent their doctor's offices with their children, especially at the beginning of the school year. And especially during the flu season, which we're right in the middle of right now. So during the flu season, when kids are getting sick, you're you're making trips to the doctor's office. And your doctor may suggest that you get the HPV vaccine for your child. You've probably heard it. Many of you mothers out there, I'm sure you have heard it. Is it safe? Is it the right thing to do? Are there serious potential ramifications? Side effects, symptoms that you have to be careful about. Again, the CDC 
recently published a report excuse me, based on the 2006-2013 study. 25,176 adverse reactions reported during that period of time, including fainting, redness, joint pain, dizziness, nausea, headaches, but that's not all. Arthritis, pelvic inflammatory disease, gastroenteritis, asthma, and in recent animal studies, infertility and anemia. This goes on, though. We're not done yet. The National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program has recently awarded $6 million to 49 victims. that have published 200 claims to date for seizures, paralysis, blindness, speech problems, pancreatitis, memory loss. So again, what we're talking about here is pretty serious, and it goes further. During that same period that the CD reported on, between 2006 and 2013, there were 85 deaths in two reports of two two young girls that actually were reported as having ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, which they died from. I'm going to say this again. This is really important to, to grasp. Because the whole question here is, what's the controversy? You walk into your doctor's office and it's like nothing is, is there's no problem. Are you going to get your HPV vaccine? Is your daughter, your son going to be vaccinated? Do you want to do, you want to do it today? Today's the day. According to the Center for Disease Control, between 2006 and 2013, there are 25,176 adverse reactions reported including fainting, redness, dizziness, nausea, headaches, arthritis, pelvic inflammatory disease, gastroenteritis, asthma, seizures, paralysis, blindness, speech problems, pancreatitis, memory loss, 85 deaths in two young girls that were reported as developing ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, which they both died from. So Merck, the lactosmith have been working at breakneck speed to distribute this vaccine. 65 million doses globally. 65 million doses worldwide. Now, what I'd like you to do, get your pen and paper ready. I'd like you to think in terms of becoming more aware 
about this problem. Do a search for the NVIC. N is in Nancy, V is in Victor, I is in Isidore, C is in Charlie. NVIC. The National Vaccine Information Center. The National Vaccine Information Center. The director is Barbara Lowe Fisher. Barbara L-O-E Lowe Fisher. She's a very inspired and a very brilliant woman who spends a lot of her life educating parents, educating Americans about the other side of the vaccination story. There's nobody more knowledgeable than she. Her son, when he was a young two-year, two-and-a-half-year-old boy, collapsed and suffered severe brain damage from vaccination. And Barbara has been profoundly inspired ever since. She talks extensively about how these vaccines have been, in many respects, highly compromised in a myriad of different ways. One of the things she always talks about with regards to the human papillomavirus vaccine is that the CDC allowed them to use aluminum to the tune of 225 micrograms in the placebos. Now, aluminum adjuvants allow the aluminum to enter the brain. They penetrate the brain-blood barrier. 73% of the recipients of the vaccine have experienced symptoms from the aluminum. She goes on to talk about how Merck's clinical trials did not emphasize, did not prove to be safe for young girls. She's argued it in Washington, D.C. vociferously. Merck's clinical trials simply did not prove the vaccine safe for young girls. She goes on to publish some numbers that suggest that one in six American children have learning learning or learn learning disabled, I should say. So one in six American children are learning disabled. One in nine American children have asthma. One in ten American children have mental disorders. One in 13 American children have severe food allergies. One in 20 American children are epileptic. One in 50 American children have autism. The point she's trying to make is, are we truly healthier? The way, we're, the way we're 
designing our healthcare system, especially with regards to vaccination, that, that, let's, let's be honest about it. Our kids are being pushed into the world of vaccines. Pushed. Are they healthier? Would they be healthier if someone worked with them in terms of sickness hygienics like we talked about earlier? Maintaining their health, preventing disease, coming coming from an environment that trying to maximize their well-being, their health, through nutrition, through exercise. She makes the point that vaccination is, if, if vaccination is doing what the pharmaceutical world would like us to believe it's doing, then we wouldn't see numbers like we see. Are we genuinely healthier? Are our kids getting the benefit of our wisdom and our concepts for healthcare? When one in six has a learning disability, one in nine has asthma, one in 10 have mental disorders, one in 13 have severe food allergies, one in 20 have epileptic problems, one in 50 have autism. Our kids are not healthy. Let's be honest about it. They go from junky food to dangerous vaccinations. It's extremely important that we grasp the concept here. That vaccination is supposed to be making our kids healthier. The medicines that we give our kids are are designed to be beneficial by nature. But when you read that the USDA is actually reporting, I know the numbers, and the numbers are that most, most kids, by and large, don't have side effects, don't die, don't experience these horrible symptoms. That's a fact. Most don't. But I think we need we need to consider the fact that there are 25,176 adverse reactions to a vaccine. Maybe it's not a great plan when we know that kids are suffering from arthritis, pelvic inflammatory disease, gastroenteritis, asthma. when there have been 200 claims to date, when there's been $6 million awarded to 49, million, 49 victims thus far, 200 claims to date, and when there's reports of seizures in these claims, paralysis in these claims, blindness in these claims, these claims speech problems, pancreatitis, memory and learning problems, There's something wrong. When 85, there's 85 deaths as well, including two children that, that developed ALS. These are these are sad casualties of what's supposed to be a healthcare system. What in the name of God am I missing here? This is crazy. 
there's 80,000 chemicals that, were, that, that, that are presently being added to our foods, 80,000 chemicals that are being added to our foods, 80,000. The average American is eating 180 pounds of sugar a year. The average American is taking 150 pounds of food additives a year. The average American is taking 17 pounds of pesticides a year. And their medicines are toxic as well. So their foods are toxic, our medicines are toxic, and our kids are getting sicker and sicker. Suffering from learning disabilities, asthma, mental disorders, severe food allergies, epileptic seizures. And again, as I pointed out a little while ago, I, I had this lovely 24-year-old girl in my office. I'm trying to imagine what, her, what she and her family are, what, what they feel like. The fact that they go back to her 14-year-old period in her life where she received the HPV vaccine and suddenly couldn't walk, couldn't talk, couldn't write, couldn't eat, couldn't sleep. Now, the good news is she's worked through that. She's getting better and better, largely because of nutritional therapy. And those are her exact words, by the way. We worked so hard with her. We worked so hard. And she's done some remarkable, remarkable hard work with her program. Disciplined, inspired, special kids, really special kids. But there's a lot of special kids. And I'm sure those two kids that died of ALS from the exposure to, to a toxic vaccine were special kids, too. I'm sure that among the 25,176 adverse reactions, I'm sure among those who experienced seizures, paralysis, blindness, speech problems, pancreatitis, memory loss, there's a lot of special kids there too. I'm sure of that. Yet there's still millions of doses being distributed worldwide. The machine moves on. My name is Mark Mincola. You're listening to The Natural House. heard only on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday nights at 8 o'clock. Great to have you with us. We're going to take a short little breather and be right back in two seconds. Hey, right we are. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. 
The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit so as to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out. Complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating, The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Great to have you back. Enjoying your weekend, I hope. I hope everybody's healthy and happy where you are. I hope your weekend's going swimming when we enjoy doing these programs with you and we enjoy the fact that so many people are kind of drawn together in the community about it. It's great stuff. A lot of people are up in arms reacting to certain Facebook posts like the one I posted the other day about this lovely girl who deserved a better fate. But the good news, again, is we're getting her back on track, getting her Back in the saddle, she's thrilled to be heading toward pain-free living. She's she no no longer has trouble with walking, talking, writing, eating, and her pain is fifty percent better than it was. Which, as she would tell you, is worlds better because the pain was so great. She's feeling absolutely thrilled that she's that her pain is abating. And we estimate that the current rate of progression with her right now through nutritional therapy, that her pain will be pretty much completely abated, gone by the early part of March. So we're plugging away. The good news is we're making great progress. But that doesn't make me any less upset about this stuff. I'm pretty upset about it. I just can't believe that as a culture we've arrived at this place we're so willing, we're just so willing to ruin people's lives. There's better ways. We've done shows in the past. We've talked about telomeres, the fact that there are chromosomes, DNA strands, on the end of our chromosomes, they're like shoelaces. They're like shoelace caps on the end of our chromosomes. They protect us. They keep us useful and vibrant and strong and healthy and disease-free. As we age and as we break down our immune system, as we become less and less healthy, the caps on the end of our telomeres the caps on the end of our chromosomes fray. They start to break down. They start to fray. And as they fray, we become more susceptible to symptoms, to sickness, to disease, and to expedient aging. So the telomeres produce a protein called telomerase. Telomerase T-E-L-O-M-E-R-A-S-E, telomerase, has demonstrated the ability to repair our chromosomes whenever our body is sick, fighting symptoms like many of the symptoms we've talked about here tonight. So things like arthritis, pelvic inflammatory disease, gastroenteritis, asthma, et cetera, et cetera. 
that there's three supplements in general that you can purchase at the health food store that can help you make a big difference at preventing the breakdown of your immune system at this formidable baseline level. First one is NADH. NADH. 10 milligrams once a day. And if you can get your, your kiddos to swallow a pill, I highly recommend it. If you've had the human papillomavirus vaccine, if you've had the vaccine, I'd recommend these three supplements if, if you can get your kids to swallow a couple pills. NADH, nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide, 10 milligrams a day. The second one is NAC. That's N-acetylcysteine, N period A period C, NAC, N-acetylcysteine. That's going to be 500 milligrams to a day. Better on an empty stomach. The third and final one is ALA, alpha-lipoic acid. Alpha-lipoic acid. That would be 50 milligrams. That would be twice a day. These are all best tolerated, best utilized, I should say, most efficiently utilized on an empty stomach. That's NADH, 10 milligrams, NAC, that's N-acetylcysteine, 500 milligrams twice. ALA, alpha-lipoic acid, 50 milligrams twice. Now, these are supplements that protect you at a much deeper chromosomal level. I always mention that we take 30,000 DNA hits a day, 30,000 DNA assaults a day. Now, that's where I'm really most concerned about these vaccinations, these, these toxic potential, these potentially toxic vaccines. Much of the work, much of the research, much of the study work that's being done on the nest, whether they're safe or not safe, et cetera, et cetera, is being done at a cellular level, at a material cellular biochemical level. I believe that there's a different level that they tend to rear their ugly head that's not being evaluated, that's not being studied. The deeper level, the genetic level, the chromosomal level. And again, there's a, there's a reason why we take 30,000 DNA assaults a day, called mutational hits. These mutations constantly assault us, attack us. And we can only hope that we have enough telomerase, enough immune support at the deeper level, at the genetic level, at the chromosomal level to protect ourselves from the mutational hits that we take, the 30,000 assaults a day. Think about that. That's incredible. 30,000 a day. So things like NADH, NAC, alpha-lipoic acid, ALA, are great protectors at these deeper levels. And when you're talking about dirty chemistry, dirty chemistry, like these vaccinations, I refer to them as dirty chemistry. When you're talking about dirty chemistry, dirty chemistry has the ability to mutate. There's something called serial passaging and antigenic drifting. Serial passaging and antigenic drifting represents how these 
dirty medicines, these dirty vaccines can change and mutate, can alter their their structures, and can present quite a challenge to our immune systems that can't be managed at a purely cellular level, which is why I think it's so important to make sure you're protecting yourself at a deeper level with things like NADH, NAC, and ALA. But again, the, the, the push is on. You, all you have to do is go to your physician's office to know that. It doesn't take much to figure it out. The push is on. It's a three-shot regimen, as we said. And it's recommended for those ages, ages 9 to 26. And the major concern that they have is the most common sexually transmitted infection, condyloma acuminagia, genital warts. As we said, there are 20 types, more than 20 types. There's 120 double-strand DNA viruses when we're talking about HPV. 120 double-strand DNA viruses of more than 20 different categories that can cause intraepithelial neoplasia that can progress to cervical cancer. So that's the key, you know, that we're talking about something that is accented as being extremely vital, extremely important, because it has the potential in their way, to their way of thinking, preventing cervical cancer. But meanwhile, we're putting something that's very toxic into our bodies, into the bodies of our children. We're talking about something that doesn't have a doesn't have a sterling track track record. I think the fact that it doesn't kill a lot of people, and the fact that it's only killed eighty five people, the fact that it's only had two hundred claims to date for compensation, because again, as we pointed out earlier, the National Vaccine Compensation Program has awarded six million dollars to forty nine victims. There are 200 claims to date. But I just don't see how you can wave that off. These are these are lives. These are human beings. And nothing's perfect. I get that. And I get that the intention is good. I understand all that. I'm just of the belief that it's dirty medicine. When you have 25,176 adverse reports from the period of 2006 to 2013, something's rotten in Denmark. How about the parents of those two young girls, those two nine-year-old girls that received the vaccine and developed Lou Gehrig's disease and died shortly after? What, what must those parents be thinking right now? But do we, what do we do for those people? Just award them money and say, sorry, get out of the way. we got to go back to work. That's a cold approach. 
This is a cold situation. I don't like this. The outcomes for so many people. Again, so many people are suffering. Arthritis, pelvic inflammatory disease, gastroenteritis, asthma, seizures, paralysis, blindness, speech problems, pancreatitis, memory problems. Once again, I urge everybody to take a look at the NVIC, National Vaccine Information Center. Do, do some searching there. Do some discovery there. It's a great site. They work very hard. It's a, it's a powerful lobby. There's some brilliant people that are extremely involved in educating the public about these things. Again, it's just it's Barbara Lowe Fisher that's made it clear to the world that there's 225 micrograms of aluminum we're contending with with these placebos. And again, vaccine aluminum adjuvants allow the aluminum to enter into the brain. They have the capacity to penetrate the brain-blood barrier. That's pretty serious business. I always think about aluminum from the perspective of Alzheimer's disease and dementia. So many folks have done studies over the years and correlated very directly and very clearly between dementia, Alzheimer's, and aluminum in the brain. And 73% of the recipients, this is from Barbara Lowe Fisher, 73% of the recipients showed symptomatic side effects from the aluminum alone. You gotta understand something. That the whole concept, the whole philosophy of vaccination is to create something that's toxic. To hopefully inspire, awaken, and direct your immune system in the direction of tackling these issues, paying attention to them, correcting them. But not everybody's body can do that, especially a nine year old kid who isn't that vibrant, that strong, that powerful immunologically. There's a lot of compromising that's being done here. And I think it's extremely important that we get the message that hygienesis is a very real option. Sickness hygiene is what it's all about. That's called maintaining health preventing disease, taking the time to generate healthy diets for your kids, having having this forethought to have them put down the, their phones, put down their, their, their tech wear, and to get them out and to bicycle and to run and to walk and to play and to be outdoors and to get fresh air and to take care of their immune system with exercise as well as healthy food. When you consider, again, one in six have learning disabilities, one in nine have asthma, one in 10 have 
mental disorders, 1 in 13, have severe food allergies, 1 in 20, have epileptic seizures, 1 in 50, have autism. So to my way of thinking, they don't stand much of a chance because their, their food is toxic, their medicines are even more toxic, and together they're breaking down their immune system. And parents don't have the time anymore. Families are not not as whole as they see. Families are split up. The kids are spending time in different homes. There's no consistent game plans. There's no consistent meal plans. There's no healthy dieting in many cases. Kids are inclined to eat a lot of starch. They're inclined to eat a lot of sugar. They're inclined to eat a lot of fatty foods and fried foods. And then they're getting vaccinations. Are you kidding me? Pretty scary thought. I just read a report not too long ago, a couple weeks back, that spoke to the effect that we're not we're not getting the job done with our kids, like like we're talking about tonight. But the report suggested that this is the first that you and I are the first generation of parents, the first generation of American parents that can't expect their children to outlive them. The first generation of American parents. Our kids are not expected to outlive us. That's a, we're the first generation that can say that. So with that in mind, I ask you, is vaccination making our kids healthier? Is it making us a better country? Is it strengthening them? Is it healing them? Is it fortifying their immune system? Is it going to guarantee them a better quality of life? Or is it going to present a biochemical and a genetic time bomb that subtly weakens them over the many years until it finally assists them into the wall as they hit the wall with health issues later on in life? We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Markman Cole on the Natural Health Show. We're only on Blog Talk Radio. Be right back. Stay tuned. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit to maximize your calorie burning efficiency from the inside out complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating the whole health diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change the whole health diet is available at amazon.com purchase your book today balance your wellness through wholeness your favorite foods could be causing those irritating unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. 
Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. Welcome back. Great to have you with us. We've been talking to you tonight about the HPV vaccine controversy. And believe me, it is a controversy, and it's a growing controversy. It is, it's not going to be uh, put to bed anytime too soon. So many parents are contending with the fact that it's incredible the number of parents that I actually speak to who know somebody, a friend, a neighbor, a relative, actually had a child that had an adverse reaction that's pretty serious to the HPV vaccine. So it's, just, it's pretty impressive how many people are tuned in and aware and how many of them actually have the awareness of somebody specific in their circle who suffered from the HPV vaccine. I actually have an uncle that, that died from a flu vaccine he came up from Florida. This is actually this time of year. It's just about a week before Thanksgiving, about eight to ten years ago. And he received a flu vaccine. He dropped dead on the floor. Now, there's never any smoking gun in these cases. Trust me when I tell you. You'd be hard-pressed to prove, and you'd be hard-pressed to win a court battle over it. But obviously somebody's winning court battles, as we pointed out a little while ago there. $6 million that have been awarded just for this one vaccine to 49 victims. And there are 200 claims to date. But if you check the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program, there's a lot to be learned there, folks. There's a lot to be learned there. The National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program. Millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars awarded to victims. It's astounding to me that we've just become this this blind, this disconnected. I don't understand it. Food is medicine to me. I've seen I've, I've thirty seven years I've I've attended to sixty thousand appointments over thirty seven years. And I still see thirty to forty people a week. The number of scenarios, the number of cases where I've seen people actually shave their lives and turn their health around radically with food tells me, whether you know it or not, whether the medical world knows it or not, that sickness hygienics to maintain health and prevent disease is for real, that food is medicine. It can be used as medicine. That if you work hard at 
preventing disease, turning around your sickness patterns, your tendencies to sickness, strengthening your immune system, and this goes for your kids as well. You have the power to make a radical difference. They don't want you to know that. The pharmaceutical world doesn't want you to know that. I'm sure they're adamant about trying to do everything they can to make sure that 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 word just doesn't get out. But you have the power to prevent disease, to cultivate wellness, and to change your life quality and your your health and well-being and and that of your family as well. It's extremely powerful, provided you make good use of it. It's important to understand that you have that power, though. It's important to understand that you can prove it to yourself at any given juncture. I've had so many patients, again, 60,000 appointments in 37 years. A lot of miraculous stories. A lot of miraculous stories. People lowering their cholesterol, beating disease, changing their well-being, changing their health, changing the status of their longevity potential. And I've seen so many families turn it around and so many kids get stronger and healthier. Just like this beautiful 24-year-old girl who was first vaccinated with the HPV vaccine at age 14. She can walk again. She can talk again. She can eat again. She can sleep. She's not paralyzed anymore. She's not in nearly the amount of pain that she was. That's just one example. There are many, many examples. But my job is to actually beat the drum and to get you to to turn it around. Here's what I recommend to everybody. I recommend it to my own patients. 21 days. Take 21 days. Healthy organic lean proteins, fruits, and vegetables, 21 days. Take the time to just use common sense. You don't have to get much more fancy than that, trust me, in most cases anyway. Take the 21-day challenge and just try to support your health and the health and immunity of your children. You may have to be a little tough on them initially, but it will pay off. But take the time to engage the 21-day challenge to engage what I call sickness hygienics, preventing disease, maintaining health. That is the antithesis of the concept of vaccine. Again, vaccines can move through antigenic drifting and serial passaging. They can change genetically. They can change your, your genetic structure at any time years later. So there's no smoking gun, but there sure as heck can be a bomb just waiting to go off within your chemistry. So I urge you to consider moving in the direction of sickness hygienesis, disease prevention, and health maintenance. And to philosophically move away from the concept of vaccine dependency. It's my it's my belief that it's bad medicine, dirty, dirty medicine. 
All right, it's about that time. It moves by quickly. We're there again. I'll see you next. I'll talk to you, I should say, next Sunday night at 8 o'clock. This is Mark Minicola reminding you all. You've been listening to the Natural Health Show heard only on Blog Talk Radio. I welcome you to join me each and every Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Until then, I say be wise, be aware, be well. Make it a healthy week. Good night.